0: It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.
1: To infinity
0: and beyond! Get off, Napoleon, and make yourself a dang
1: quesadilla.
2: I know kung fu. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillet. And my axe. This should be open, because it's civil rights. This is
1: the 90s. You're going to need a bigger boat.
2: 1.21 gigawatts!
1: I'm going to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> Gucci!
3: Welcome to the Kendall Cast Movie around the table. I'm your host, Kendall. With me, as always, is Nick. Hello. Ian. Hey, everyone. And Jeff. How we doing? I said it in a different order. Yeah, I never go first. I'm that was weird. Confused. Well, you were in my, my peripheral vision. You're sitting in a different place. This is Kendall. I already said that. Today we're talking about Ocean's Eleven, the Rat Pack film from 1960 starring <laughs> Dean, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr.,
2: Sinatra. Believe it or Frank not, Sinatra. we did decide to go with the 2001 version with uh, Brad Pitt.
1: I was going to say, I was very worried for a second. I have not seen the Rat Pack version in the sixties. It's so
0: it's, it's bad. It's I, bad. I was gonna watch it until you said how bad it was, it's and like, I'll, I'll pass. I mean, yeah. I mean, look
3: if you are if if people are a fan of the Rat Pack or whatever, maybe, but like, um, like so so I had heard on the internet. So this is not an original thought, but uh, people have suggested that it's unfortunate that movies that get remade tend to be classics. Uh, like like really, they tend to be really good movies that you remake. Where it would be better if more movies that had an interesting concept or premise, but the execution was was not ideal, mm. uh, got got remade. And I think Ocean's Eleven is probably the strongest example of that.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: I mean, it does make sense, but at the same time, like. It's hard to say, hey, we remade this flop from nineteen fifty eight. Come spend a lot of money to see it. Right, Everyone's right. Yeah. Like, nope. I, yeah, no, I, I understand
3: <laughs> I understand that like the reason you remake movies has a a lot of times is is because it's like there's a guaranteed audience there. Oh. Um and I so I don't know how this was done, but I do think it's interesting that like I mean, it's a good premise, but it's also, like, not any... It's really not very similar to the original at all, so...
1: I mean, there's a lot of movies that are remade that they don't advertise on remakes, right? You, I Like, I don't even know Ocean's Eleven was a remake of a 1958 movie. And there's other ones that I'm like, oh, there's, there's an older version of that. Didn't realize, right. you know, Since so. we're
0: talking about this, why don't you tell us what the different, the main difference is between okay. the 60s version? Because I'm curious, but Um, I have no idea. So, the... I mean, aside from everything...
3: Okay. Um... The bigger, like the, basically this is, it's about uh, a group of, of uh, people that fought in World War II together, uh, get together to, to rob the, uh, casinos. Their plan is not nearly as
2: elaborate, but they are robbing casinos. Yeah,
3: they are. Yeah. They're robbing, they're robbing three casinos. They are knocking out the power. Um, except for instead of like super complicated stuff, it's just basically like a stick up, but they get in because the power goes out. At uh, midnight on New Year's Eve, Uh, so instead of it being a fight, it's like a New Year's Eve. Um, And uh, Sammy Davis Jr. is a garbage man, and they uh, (laughs) the way that they sneak the money out is they put the money into a garbage truck, and so then they're sneaking, they're checking everybody's cars as they're leaving town. But he's in a garbage truck, and they're not going to check the garbage in a garbage truck. Uh, And then the other the other thing, and I mean, it's also like half a musical. Like it's not real. It's not a musical, but it has like diegetic musical numbers. Uh, Dean Martin's character is like a musician, and he plays the same song over and over again. And Sammy Davis sings a song. And um, the uh, the other thing that's like it would have been really clever is that I was thinking like back in the in 1960 they had the code the I think it was the Hayes Code. Where if you have criminals do bad things, they have to be punished for it. right if That was that was like a standards and practice thing. So uh, one of the one of the eleven has a heart attack during the during the, the robbery. and the way they're gonna sneak the money out of state is they put all the money into his his casket. but his widow comes and uh, decides that she can't afford to ship the body so she has it cremated. So crime doesn't. Bear. And They're it awesome. like, and it's a forty-five minute long sequence of them like sitting in the funeral, like looking at each other. Like it's oh my god, it's so so tedious. It's not really for, that sequence is not forty-five minutes, but it the movie like is it. twenty minutes longer than the than the two thousand one version, and way less stuff happens. And it's just yeah, it's anyway.
2: So why'd you pick Ocean's Eleven, Ian? Well, I mean, the goal was to pick a movie that I hadn't seen before, <laughs> so I did some soul-searching on movies that I had not seen, and I'm like, this one seems somewhat popular, I have heard about it, let's watch it. That was literally it. Okay. And what were your what was your reaction to it? I thought this was a perfectly fine movie, <laughs> <laughs> aggressively it, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it, like I don't I don't have any major complaints about it. I have some minor complaints. Uh, I thought it was overall, you know, fun. Uh, the you know obviously had a star-studded cast. Um, it was a, a basically enjoyable uh, heist, if somewhat standard heist film. Well, I mean. To be
3: fair, I think that when you say it's
2: a standard heist
3: film, it's kind of because it, the, it, it set, set the, the template. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's an early two thousands movie where George Clooney and Brad Pitt talk to you a lot. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's fun.
1: I mean, I didn't realize how star like star studded the cast was until I watched. Like, I I had not seen it in fifteen years. Right, like I saw it way back in the early two thousands. And so this is the first time in a long time. I, I remember the ending being extremely memorable and fun, but like the lead up to it being kind of boring. And I kind of have changed my mind a little bit. Like I've enjoyed I enjoyed the lead up a lot more and the character interactions. Um, I do think there are probably a little bit too many characters, where some of them I feel like are kind of sidelined, like the Mormon brothers, right? They have like some fun. Kind of moments in the end during the actual heist, but like I feel like if you would have cut them, that wouldn't have really mattered too much.
2: Yeah, and having eleven characters is is a big challenge, yeah. uh you know, to write around to give them all distinct characters to make them memorable in some way. Yeah. A- and also, it's going to make it hard for us to talk about these eleven characters right. like, do you even know all their names? Do you remember? Do Absolutely you remember? not. No, yeah, not even no. close.
3: Yeah. I don't remember any of their names. I I know they're. Actors' names, though that's that. It actually this it actually helps that the actors are mostly pretty big names. I, I remember, mean, remember Saul and
0: Basher, and that's it. <laughs>
2: I, I mean, you don't remember Danny Ocean?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess there's Ocean. Yeah, right. clearly. I mean, who
1: cares? It's George Clooney. You so it,
3: wait, so it's it is Danny Ocean? He's the dead. only character. Right. That's, yeah. Why did I think his same. name was Frank Ocean? Is that like a somebody? Is that something Frank else? Is
2: a character Frank? Is the uh, is. Uh, the guy who worked for the casino, the, um, the, Oh, the Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was like his fake name,
2: right? (laughs) Right. No.
1: Yeah. Frank was his fake name and his real name was like, Frank Ocean is an American singer songwriter. Obviously. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Google that real quick. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Did anybody else get mission impossible vibes from this movie? A little bit, or is that just me, right? Where you, you, each of these movies have, like, kind of a heist that they have to do at mm-hmm. the end, and they, they recruit all of these people that fulfill very specific functions, almost like a like a Dungeons & Dragons party a little bit, right? Well... And, except the sluts bloody, right? Because I mean, everyone on Mission Impossible dies. It's,
0: die. it's I don't not sure because it's been a long time since I've seen Mission Impossible but I think this movie and maybe Mission Impossible set a really nice tone where they're kind of explaining how things are going non-sequentially and a lot yeah. of the story is not done in a linear manner in order to make it a more entertaining story. Sure, You see it a lot in especially heist movies after this point like Italian Job or any of these other movies where they'll they'll have done things and you didn't maybe catch everything or they didn't show you everything just yeah. so that they can reveal it at the the right moment yeah just the it's really nice touch. in the
2: sense of pacing um w- where you know they can't just explain everything and then do it right but they boring. can like show stuff while they're explaining it believe out key details yep. like you were saying uh, the little the little deception the twist here at the at the end with the recording being played um was a nice like yeah. kind of play on that like the
1: vault wasn't just for practice which is the reason they give you originally the, oh just practice with the vault but it turns out it was there to give a false because he even right? says
3: yeah. he even says oh it's to practice he's like he yeah, has something like that
1: yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I think is really interesting about this movie versus mission impossible and the reason I brought it up is because like I would argue there are two ways to add effective tension in a movie like this right the first one is that that there's an elaborate plan, but then it goes wrong, and then the characters have to scramble and kind of think on their feet, which is what happens in Mission Impossible, right? They all have their plan, they go in, it goes horribly wrong, and people start dying, and Tom Cruise has to scramble around and try to figure out how to get out of it. Whereas this plan, this this movie, the plan, like, works to perfection, but you have to withhold information from the audience, otherwise it would be boring, right? right. So they 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 go a completely different route with it, but I think it was just as effective.
2: Um, One thing does go wrong, um, the original plan... The reason they needed the EMP, right? Oh, He that is discovered true. some yeah. extra layer of this isn't going to work. Um, Don Cheadle's character—that's true. Which it's a very entertaining character. can yeah. I couldn't understand? <laughs> I don't the remember he said. ever hearing Don Cheadle speak in that kind of accent. That is it. Yes, he has, a, yeah. he has a
3: ridiculous <laughs> right. British accent there, yeah. <laughs> um, which is so funny because I remember when I originally watched it. I it did not it didn't even seem like it was a fake British accent <laughs> but like I was I mean I was like 16 or whatever right you, you know but then, but then this time it is like wow that's <laughs> yeah. that's something that's a ridiculous accent and it's like his character does not even need to be no. British just makes him,
1: they're like let's make him really kind of eccentric and wacky yeah. give him a we'll ridiculous accent but British he's great but he's yeah. great and um,
2: of course it's hilarious how none of them can understand him but they all understand the chinese guy mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> And and right. he actually has Don Cheadle has acknowledged how bad it is, and he wanted to fix it mm-hmm. for the later movies, but they wouldn't let him. Uh, <laughs> which I have not seen any of the later so, movies either. I think so. they have him in maybe it's either twelve or thirteen. He's actually trying to fake an American accent, and they make fun of him. And he's like reading a book on how to do accents correctly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I've great. heard that. I've heard
3: that the uh, that the sequels go into into ridiculous self parody. Um, okay. So I, okay. So a couple things. A couple things I wanted to address. First of all, I think um, for me, it's like I mean, you're 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 not wrong about like them the way telling it, omitting details and and stuff as opposed to having things go wrong. Uh, but I also feel like this this movie executes in a way that almost no other movie pulls off for me. Uh, that basically nothing goes the ba- yeah. basically nothing goes wrong. Your 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 main characters are are pretty. Uh, uh, Danny Ocean has, has accounted for absolutely everything. And usually that does not work. Right. Um, usually, you know, it's the, uh, you don't, we don't like, I don't like using the term Mary Sue because people always use it about women. Uh, but it's the male, whatever the male, Gary Stu, Gary Stu. Is that a thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, so he's a Gary Stu. Uh, but it, but it's still, but also the other reason that that, that I don't like that term is cause it sometimes. Even if you don't, even if you don't follow those rules, it, you, you know, it's the the movie is still compelling, and yeah. I feel like uh, this this movie. First of all, first of all, going into it, I assumed I wouldn't like it that much because I'm a contrarian, and everyone else liked it. <laughs> I mean, not everyone else here, but just in general, yeah. everyone in the world loves this movie. Um, and uh, and then two, because I've seen it imitated and parodied so many times. That I didn't think it would that I didn't think it would it would work for me but the thing about when you see something that imitated and parodied a bunch of times a lot of times those imitations and parodies do not live up to the original and that's yeah. and that's here I feel like I feel like it, this this film is just executed well the the music is 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 great the just the overall tone the 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 way it's shot the all the people in the fancy suits you know everybody just you know it's we talked about Face Off being like a movie where everybody looks cool, but this was a movie where everybody looks cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: like, yeah. And it's like the most, you know,
3: I mean, we're all straight men here for the most part. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, other areas, but but these are attractive men. Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Undeniable. Are, sure. are, are, are beautiful men. You know, uh, uh, Matt Damon is a good looking guy. Uh, Julia Roberts is a beautiful woman, you know, like the, these, these are movie star ass movie stars, like, like in a way that, in a way that they don't really, I, like, I, I don't, I don't like saying they don't make movies like that anymore, but they're, they're just really aren't like the movie stars now are still those people, but they're older. Right. <laughs> like we don't have, there
1: is not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they do have that scene in the beginning where um, Brad Pitt is teaching all of like the young '90s and 2000s heartthrobs right, how to right. Play poker. Were, and I'm like, <laughs> I remember
0: all of those people at yeah, the time.
1: They were all still like yeah. in their role. Yeah, too. right. <laughs> yeah, they had a the guy from Seven Heaven who was there in Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. the guy who was there, and I'm like, oh my right. gosh, nostalgia. I explosion. love that. I, lo- I love that that scene. <laughs>
3: and that they played themselves too. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually calls Topher Grace. He calls yeah. him Topher. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's like all red, <laughs> all red. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: but uh, yeah. The the film just like like really worked for me, and um, like I, I'm kind of like, am I you know are my tastes not as complex as I thought they were? Like
1: Kendall, you're losing your edge, man.
0: I I
3: guess I your guess your street
1: cred has been revoked. I mean, I mean, there were a few small
0: things that went wrong. Nothing that really altered the plan, but there was the break-in where the one guy goes in for no reason right, just because right. he's tired of dealing with the brothers. Yeah. Right. And then he breaks and the Chinese can... guy's hand, which becomes a huge yeah. deal later when he gets sure. his bandage stuck and almost gets blown up. Uh, yeah. sure. <laughs> so, so some minor things. Yeah, some minor things, but nothing that really
3: changes mm-hmm. the but overall But the plan part.
2: went yeah. really yeah. well. Yeah. Well,
0: especially, yeah, especially
3: like that thing, that the, the thing with the hand, like that kind of, you feel, uh, if you're watching it and you know how movies work, then you feel like that's going to really screw things up and like, like it's going to make it so that he just can't do it or, or so that he, but like, like you, you think that the, that the issue is going to be his hand because you know, if you break your hand, then theoretically you probably can't use your hand. Right. Um, But it's just a, but the way, but it just happens. It's just like an issue where the thing gets caught a little bit. And especially since like the way they're cutting back and forth, you don't trust the narrative. Like, who knows what the order of things are, you know, how close it actually
1: was. Right. There's even times where, like, I was unsure. Like, has the official heist begun, or are they still prepping for it, right? Because they're obviously in the casino, you know, weeks before the actual heist begins, getting stuff set up and doing recon and whatever. And I'm like, have we started yet? I don't know. Yeah.
3: Um, And then, oh, okay. And the other thing I wanted to mention was that this is one of the at least three movies from... From, like, 99 to 2001, where they spend a large amount of time explaining what an EMP is. I mean, not
2: <laughs> a large amount of time, a short amount of time. You know, <laughs> well, but well, but they, but they well, specifically, specifically,
3: like, if a movie came out now and they said, we'll hit him with an EMP, right. then they everybody would, be, they would, know. They right. would not explain it, everyone would be expected to know what it was. I
1: wonder where that line is. Matrix, Revolutions. Matrix is, the Matrix is before so this. The, well, no, no, that's what I'm saying,
3: oh. but no, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is, the three <laughs> movies that they explain it are The Matrix... Goldeneye and this. <laughs> and they all came out right around the same time, and they all have a mm-hmm. scene where they explain what an EMP is. There may be additional movies from this time period, but but it's but it's like it's like after you saw those movies, because everybody no in the world has either seen The
0: Matrix, <laughs> right. Goldeneye, or Oceans Eleven. I think Independence Day might mention it, but that's because they're actually firing off nukes in the atmosphere. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Independence uh, Day would have been a little bit before. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if they specifically talk about and uh, uh, do the explan the literal explanation. Like in this one is is where they literally talk about it's the thing that happens after you have a nuke, but usually you don't notice it because the whole yeah. It was a very cool '90s
0: thing. Yeah,
3: exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's it's uh it's interesting to me. And I mean, and em like you still, I'm sure they still show up in. In stuff, and it's a cool effect, regardless. But uh, but like to ha- to actually have to go out of your way to explain what it is that yeah. that little piece of exposition. I don't know. I, th- I think it's funny.
1: It's kind of a cultural um, artifact, right? Where you have exactly exactly to explain. dates the movie. Yeah, I do have a question though, and maybe this maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. Um, but you know the scene kind of like halfway through, where like Brad Pitt sort of takes. George Clooney off the case because Mm -hmm. he's like too emotionally invested with Julia Roberts, right? But like, I feel like after that scene, they didn't really like resolve that. And then once the heist begins, uh, he obviously has an active role in it. Or does he not have an active role in it and he just kind of starts to improvise and kind of do his own thing, right? Like, did they initially like welcome them back into the heist and I, I missed it?
2: I was a little bit confused too because it seemed like he went rogue and got himself involved anyway. But then the conversation he has with Matt Damon makes it seem like it was a uh it was staged the argument was staged okay. and his he was always going to Bobo be What would be it.
1: the purpose of staging that argument? Yeah, no,
3: I don't I think that he was I think that he I don't think he was supposed to be in the in, in I think that But he, him and Matt
1: Damon rappel down the shaft right, together. Right. Yeah, right, he knows
3: right, the so. he he came up with the plan right. so he knows the plan.
1: Okay. He
3: hired
0: the guy to pretend to beat him up and then he yeah, yeah, yeah. came back in So I actually stopped my watch Rewound, watched it again, and then looked it up in the middle of watching the movie because I was so confused about this one little bit of trivia. So basically, there were two purposes to this. One, it confuses the viewers and it lets us do a little twist thing in the end, which is the success. main reason for it. Okay. Um, number two is it lets them haze the new guy by forcing him to adapt. He has to pickpocket stuff.
1: Basically they're just
0: keeping him out of the way. His thing with Benedict is completely unnecessary. Other than that, for the most part, other than just as an extra level of distraction. And so that it basically, it lets them have kind of a backup plan for that, that not working, but also trying him out kind of as a thing.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, because I know that there was kind of this line where they're like, "Can you handle this?" Yeah, I, I can handle it. Okay, well then it's your show or whatever. Yeah, um, but like I, I don't know. Okay, I feel like that okay. Been no, that accurate. makes
3: that yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah. So so it was. It was. Staged. So it was yeah, it yeah. was staged. Okay. Just to give him some. Well, confidence. I'm wrong
0: then. It doesn't matter. It's a freaking dumb <laughs> yeah. movie. And there's yeah,
3: there's that line like, in it's the not elevator. Not yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. not a major plot hole or anything. I was just confused. Yeah,
0: when the, when he gets there, he's like, "Don't you trust me?" And he's like, "I do now." <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
2: Yeah, the conversation happened very fast. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, definitely had to uh, re-examine that one because that was pretty much the only point in the movie where I think I just like lost track of what was happening. Like, it just didn't mm. make sense mm. on the first watch, and I'd seen it before, so I didn't mind stopping this one time and looking stuff up. But okay, I
3: will say there was
0: there was one thing
3: that like made me scratch my head a little bit, but just a little bit, and that is like at the very is basically at the very end, the SWAT team just leaves with the money. Yeah. like you would think that they would be smart enough to not let the SWAT team leave with the money even if they you know pretend like I don't know the SWAT they let the SWAT team leave really fast
1: oh the hotel let the SWAT team leave with the money yeah yeah, yeah okay.
3: exactly yeah. like like uh like they the, you know they because they, they just walk you know because they just walk out the front door um I mean, I mean you, it the reason is and I mean I, the 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 the, the storyline reason is that the guy that owns the hotel is is, no, on he, to, is on is until he's thrown off. You know, right? I understand. Well, I understand. Well, they that. think there's also all the money
0: in the hotel has been destroyed, r- so there was nothing for them to steal. They think the rest of the right. Money was well, in the van at that there's
1: point. another reason too, which is that they set them. They set the money to explode, right? So, like, you can make the argument they needed to take the money to. No, the get money
3: had already exploded. exploded. Yeah. So, they well, then maybe not all they of it.
1: They happened, know the. Right? Yeah, I they mean, assuming the they were just gear bags.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they assumed that it was just gear bags, but. It still seems like they lo- they left pretty quick. you um, know in, a, in a, from from something that you know if you have if you call if you call the police and especially if there's a SWAT team you kind of expect them to stick around for a while. Like, yeah. like they got they got out of there really fast and 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 we and they and it was a very hand-wavy thing, which is yeah. which is fine. It works in the world, but like if we're if we're going through the like littlest tiniest
2: microscope
1: there's got to be some um, paperwork that yeah needs to exchange hands but, but I, at that point
2: like the movie was wrapping up Yeah, right? for the flow yeah. of the movie you needed to Oh yeah yeah, their yeah
1: triumphant successful moment right yeah, so it yeah, yeah no it's
3: it's yeah. it's it's fine it only it's, it's only because I'm a freaking 30 something asshole on the internet that I even said anything <laughs> but um yeah i also i i got to say i love at the end where he's like where it's like 3 to 6 months later it's not a specific time yeah, right uh, that's a that's a really nice touch I've seen I they did that in um uh, wild at heart which is a Nick cage movie that I watched directed by David Lynch so you got you know that I that I love that those are two of my favorites
1: but uh but they they had a, th- a thing where where he goes to jail and yeah, three to five years later
2: or whatever. So, uh, but, uh, was the
1: three to six months like a reference to something that was said earlier in the movie? Yeah. He's, okay, he told yeah. her that.
2: So she asked when he'll be out, right? Because yeah. Danny gets thrown back in for violating parole. Right. right? Three to six months? Yeah. He yeah. Says th- about three to six months. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, I do have a complaint about that, the end, in that respect. Um, I don't feel like I was convinced. That Julia Roberts oh, character, like totally, like, <laughs> totally. Why unearned. did she? So <laughs> yeah, just like, that's true. Yeah, just uh, proving that Benedict didn't really care for her doesn't mean she should go back to dating. <laughs> I know. Right, <laughs> well, right. Well, right, there are yeah. two choices. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. agree
3: that I agree that that was totally unearned, but it kind of and it was very tacked on.
2: It's uh, like a random sudden change of heart yeah. from her. It's
1: a little. It's a little. You know, the woman is the prize to win. Yeah. Sexism yeah. involved, right? Rather than an actual person. Yeah, agent I, I, this, this movie own. did not
3: pass the Bechdel test. No, there's a one woman in it. Yeah, um,
1: and, and she only talks to dudes. To be expected from an early 2000s movie, but I think the critics. It's very is and it's a
3: very like and it's not only is that, but it's like a very guy movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. which kind of explains why I think they try to make a all female version of this movie. Mm. Recently, which I have not seen, but well, and, and Julia
3: Roberts joins the team in the sequels. I believe. Yeah, I think in twelve she okay. actually because at one important. point at one okay. point there, uh, and this is one of the things that people point out is the series getting ridiculous. She dresses as Julia Roberts for part of the, the right heist. her
0: character. Im- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> pretends to be Julia Roberts as part of the heist to trick other people that she's actually Julia Roberts in order to gain access it to something else later. Uh, and they even can, have a thing that's like introducing a, Julia Roberts as this. Character. Yeah,
3: yeah. At the, in the well, credits, they say introducing Julia Roberts. That was yeah, an in joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think so, it was. I think it was probably to set up that if they do doing a sequel, she's going to be. Well, she was just.
0: There. She was just like. I think she was the highest paid actress at that time, and they were just messing around. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think it's well, just a joke. We're a...
2: introducing Julia Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there was a bit of trivia knows in the IMDb
0: page about uh, George Clooney oh. attached a little note to the, the script they sent her, and I heard and said, "I heard you're making twenty a picture now with a twenty dollar bill attached," and it was like the, the record for how much an actress had been paid for mm-hmm. one movie. There you go. So. I guess they were pranking her during the entire mm. production too, despite the fact she was only on set for like two weeks.
3: I mean, I mean, but yeah, it, it was it was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would not say that this movie was like a, the the most progressive, uh, but it also was just like I mean, but it also wasn't like problematic no. other than yeah. other than the uh, you know other than the the lack of women and the uh, and and the way that she randomly goes back to him. But
0: look, there was a stripper with speaking lines. Oh, okay, right, much right. better! <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, you're no, you're, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and and so, she was a talking about her mother and her mother
3: and her mother. <laughs> <laughs> and her mother. Yeah, she said, yeah, <laughs> She, yeah, <laughs> she, said, yeah, she goes on in ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right, you're right. But they didn't. But yeah, but but she didn't have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, with I mean, Roberts, that's true. Nope. Um, so it didn't pass the test. But still, like, it's um, better.
2: Um, it's I slightly better, <laughs> it's uh, but month, uh, you know? okay.
3: but, uh, but I still I still I, I in spite of it all I uh, the movie worked yeah. for me. I don't think I would I wouldn't want all of my movies to be like this. Yeah, but uh, it's low stakes, right? There's not
1: a lot of depth to it, but that's okay, right? We need movies like this. It's a tone. Kind of it's a tone piece. Like right it's
3: you know it's a it's a yeah it's a tone. Yeah. It's just about the it's about the tone and
0: enjoying the visuals. Right. It's right. fun. It's silly. Nobody gets hurt, which is kind of weird for a crime movie.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit like the movie version of a puzzle, right? Where you're like, they do a good job of having the exposition scene where, where Danny just walks through the security features of the casino and, Oh, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, this looks so impossible. How are they going to do this? And then you slowly see how they do it, unravel through the course of the movie. And it's almost like you're seeing how a magic trick works by the end. And that, there's, uh-huh. a, there's a level of satisfaction to that.
2: Yeah. That I story. mean, it, it introduces the characters, and then it pulls off the heist, yeah. and then it ends. Right, yeah. It's like
0: right up there with like National Treasure and like all the movies that basically were mimicking this movie. Yeah. I need to watch National Treasure. I haven't seen it. That's right up your yeah. alley with Nick Cage, right? <laughs> Cage, <yeah. laughs>
1: He, uh, I will say, and this is, what I think, one what I appreciated the most about it is sometimes my wife watches our movies with me, right? And sometimes she doesn't, and it kind of depends on how good of a job I do pitching the movie according <laughs> to like the things that she likes about movies, okay? Right? And so I'm doing it with this one, and she's like, What kind of movie is it, right? I'm like, Well, it's like a heist movie, and at first she kind of recoils because she doesn't like action movies all that much, but I'm like, But if there's not, a, there's no action, in it, right? There's no fighting or combat, it's more like a heist comedy movie but there's not like zingers or one-liners either like a feel good heist movie, and she's like what and then i showed the trailer and julia roberts was in it and she's like never mind i'm sold but i liked that i couldn't quite nail down julia exactly roberts turned Brad Pitt. <laughs> right <laughs>
3: that's really funny because i would say it's first of all first of all if somebody asked me what oceans 11 was i was like it's well it's oceans 11 meets oceans 11 <laughs> Because right. like Ocean's Eleven is like the touch point. Yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying, right? It was hard for me to like articulate it because it, it's such a unique movie. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say created. it's.
3: The, I, I'm it's not. Itself. I'm saying. I'm saying it's the opposite of that. Right. It's the, it's the archetype. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Like it created the archetype. It's like like Die Hard. Like people when any movie that. A, where somebody's trying to get away from somebody. They're like, it's Die Hard, but in a boat. Right, but this you is know? why
1: it's so hard with this one. It's like using the, the, the definition of the word and the definition of a word, right? Like, eventually you have to yeah. figure out another word. I would to say
3: it. It. it's a heist movie. And then end the sentence. <laughs>
0: it's the heist
1: movie. Yeah. It's a just... heist
0: movie where they talk to you. They just <laughs> talk your way through a heist.
1: That's basically the movie. <laughs> I'm sure that that sounds super exciting. <laughs> I would right? say, and I would
0: say, I mean, well, I mean,
3: I'm not selling this to anybody, but uh, I mean, I would say it's it's a... It's it's the quintessential heist movie, and it's it's all the other thing is it's one of the original or, maybe not the original, but like it's one of the quintessential movie star movies. It's Mm -hmm. got all of the movie stars in it, um, in in a way that, uh, in a way that's pretty. I mean, it's got yeah, it's got you list I mean, you said she saw it it has Julia Roberts in it. You you do that's the that's the other thing is you say, it's George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Matt Damon, Don, Don Cheadle, uh, Casey Affleck, uh, uh, Julia Roberts. I already said Julia Roberts. No, I don't remember if I said that. I think you said Julia Roberts. Uh, freaking, and then other people. And that stripper the Yeah, I would say those are probably like the five or six that are the that are like the the, the household names. Um, although Casey Affleck, I
1: he always, wasn't that household back then, was he? No, 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 yeah. no,
3: no. no. Um, but it's funny because I said that Matt Damon was in it. and My wife was like. Is is Ben Affleck in it? <laughs> right? Uh, no, just Casey. <laughs> the discount, Ben Affleck. <laughs> <Apple. laughs> yeah. Well, and he, yeah, he's he's very he's also like very young because right. he was not yeah he was not a big deal back then. He, everybody in it's very young, like freaking sure. freaking Matt Damon is
0: like twelve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: George Clooney is only slightly old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, George Clooney is is gray, but I think George Clooney was always. I think, gray.
3: Yeah, like, I think- George
1: Clooney is the like, uh, like to steal your word, kind like the quintessential like good looking, handsome old guy. Right, like even in like How I Met Your Mother, right? Like Barty Stinson's like I'm about to enter my George Clooney phase. Right, right. You I was know, gonna like... say he's probably like
0: thirty, late thirties in this movie, still <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. I don't know how old Let's, he was. He's he an can...
2: Angel's guy. <laughs> yeah, easy to find out. Let's see. <laughs> don't ruin he, the magic. Turns Ian. out he's like 29. In Ian's this movie googling years. it right
1: now. He's gonna ruin the magic. I don't think I even I, want to. It's now. a
0: race now. I'm watching two different right. people. Google it's like him this, and him Keanu
1: Reeves and like who else are like impossible to like age. Clooney was born in 61. 61. He was 40. 40. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was 40. Right. I'm solid with that late 30s call.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, so that's, I mean, so he went gray kind of early, so that, you know, that helps him look, look like he's a good looking old person because he's actually not
1: old. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Because,
3: yeah, if he was, I mean, because, yeah, because if he was, because that means he was in his 40s when he was, you know, at the peak of his
0: popularity. I feel like I haven't seen him in anything in 10 years. I mean, there was what, Gravity
2: and... Gravity was 10 years ago. Yeah, Gravity no, that was, was... was... that 10 years ago? What it was, no,
3: well, it was, I don't think it was quite 10 years not ago, quite, but 10 it was years, close. close yeah. what I, else? I want to say it was
1: 2016. 2013. 2016, 2013. I guess <laughs> I just watched it recently. So it was, yeah, yeah so basically 10 years <laughs> basically ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got to have been in something since yeah, Gravity. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was
3: in, he was in, because yeah, he was in that, around that same time he was in Fantastic Mr. Fox, but mm.
0: wasn't like, you know, there. No, not Gravity. What was the one recently that was in Space? um uh, and he was like on a station in an art... or art-
3: Oh yeah. That's the movie I'm thinking of. And it he was looked old Oscars A-F-ing like 2 that. years ago, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it was not an Oscar movie. It was a Netflix movie. It was nominated for like one thing, I think. Oh. Cuz I okay. watched it. I mean, I watched it as part of the Oscars.
2: He actually hasn't been in that many things since Gravity. wow. Um, uh The Monuments Men. That one was good. Tomorrowland I did not. see Oh, that. some okay. stuff that I've never heard of. I heard Tomorrowland was
1: pretty Case pretty rough. Twenty
2: two, the Midnight Sky. Midnight, still, sky midnight, midnight, midnight Sky was sky the one we were Yeah, they came about. out yeah. two years ago. Maybe yeah. he's still just
1: floating out in space. It but.
2: was not a Best
1: Picture or Best
3: action, Actor actor <laughs> nomination.
0: No, it was it was like a technical. It was award probably or visu- yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, probably visual effects or or sound or something. But or like um,
0: may- maybe like supporting actress or something like that.
3: I don't think there was a supporting actress in it. <laughs>
0: But no, it was like a little kid, wasn't it? Well, there were the, the other astronauts, too.
2: None needed for oh, best achievements. Because the astronauts were coming
0: back, and then they decide whether they want to go to Earth or not. Okay, I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, okay. One time <laughs> when I was half asleep I, and half If drunk. I say anything more, then I'm going to spoil like major plot things. Yeah, and well, I don't feel like it, doing that to the movie that people might see. It wasn't very
3: good, but he looked old. I remember five. him looking old as fuck in it.
0: That's what I remember. <laughs> um...
3: So so he's actually not that old. Like he's you know, it's not like he's like Sam Jackson or something. Yeah. That's ancient, man. Um But yeah, uh, I think I got my points across. I wanted to talk about EMPs, that's about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, there's nothing like I said, there's not a whole lot of like I think it's not like a piece of cinema, right? There's I don't think it says much about the human condition. See, I feel like it
3: is a piece of cinema in that it is a in that it is a tone piece. It uh, it it tells you why movie stars exist. Right. It's a
1: Hollywood uh, movie. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm using the word cinema the way that like like that Martin Scorsese does when he's yeah. I think that, that, that Martin movies. Scorsese
3: probably was, is talking about this movie when he talks about cinema.
1: I mean, or, I'm not sure. It's about not that, really
0: but. necessarily advancing the art of film, but it is maybe uh, changing the way that other movies entertain people. Which I mean,
3: I think it's advancing the. <laughs> You're, you guys are using the wrong words. It's not making it's not a like commentary on society.
0: It's not like I think that cinet- the
3: cinematography is excellent in this film. That's sure. like one of the things that's that's um, that's amazing. It basically created a new style of cinematography.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of I, I agree with all of that, and I think it's mm-hmm. a good movie, and I think it's an important movie. I'm just saying like the story isn't like. Transcendent, if that makes any sense. Yeah, right? yeah, it's Not the, about no, something meaningful or, the, or deep. And it that's doesn't okay.
3: say. I don't think it says anything about society, but I think it is. Uh, I mean, it's better than a lot of the stuff. That, it's better than the Irishman, and uh, and Martin. Sc- that's a Martin Scorsese right. film. I mean, like that, I said, that, like that not
1: all bad. movies need to, have to say something about society. Yeah, sometimes yeah, They can yeah, be yeah, just I would, fun.
3: But I would say, yeah, I would say yeah. that it advances the art of filmmaking. It's historically significant. It's a be- It's just a beautiful piece. It's yeah. It it's, it shows what you can do, what you know, what Hollywood can do when Hollywood wants to you know wants to do it
1: like. Yeah, like pre Oceans Eleven, we had no idea what EMPs did. Now we do. Put it in the National <laughs> Art it's Institute. Just, and there's just like a there's a lot of there are a lot of scenes. <laughs>
2: there's a lot
3: of scenes where the actors have those. They just act the heck out of that scene. Like it's like you know it's like uh it's you know it's on it. It reminds me a lot of like Goodwill Hunting in that
1: way. Although I think Goodwood Hunting does have a lot of really good deep things to say about society. <laughs> you know,
0: I think you might have actually like convinced me on the cinematography. You okay. might you might have a point. Okay.
1: okay. Just don't let it go to his head, Nick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll we'll come down like a ton of bricks on him next time. No,
3: I'm, I'm just I'm just look, as long as as long as Jeff's wrong, that's the important thing. No I understand what you're saying. I was just saying that you guys were saying the wrong words. That's I agree time, with yeah. you I agree with you what, what, with what you're trying to say. I just think that Jeff was saying it wrong, mostly Jeff. <laughs>
1: well I mean you got I think on Nick also has a right? good point that
3: this, that, that, that this does a lot for what pop, for specifically what popcorn movies can be.
1: and that is what um, Martin Scorsese says he meant when he said cinema popcorn movies? yeah obviously
3: no no
2: full circle conversation <laughs> no, I, over move on thank you very much <laughs> no Martin's that sounds really good if we don't look it up <laughs> <laughs> um, he,
3: he didn't he didn't mean popcorn movies but he did mean movie ass movies and this is a movie ass movie
1: straight out of the old man's mouth <laughs>
3: that's i'm
1: i mean nailed the vernacular exactly it's line by line what he said
3: <laughs> i listen to a lot of podcasts i know this stuff i watch a lot of movies Go to my letterbox, <laughs> K Hallman, and read all my movie reviews. Mm-hmm. And it also has the essential uh, Kendall Cast movie roundtable list on there. So yeah,
1: there you go.
0: I need to make a letterbox. I haven't looked at that at all. I, it seems like a lot of work at this point.
3: It's. <laughs> it, I mean, first of all, it's really not. Like you just when you watch a movie, you go you, you open it up and you type in the movie name. You give it the stars and you write half a sentence, and then you're
0: that's all. Okay. Maybe a letter cube. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that bad if I just like start adding to it rather than like. Right, right. Back.
3: Yeah, it's more <laughs> of a like. I use it as more of like a like a film journal. Like it's okay. it's a when I watch a movie this time, I put it in, I put it in, and it's it's got you know it defaults to today's date, so I know I watched it. So like I know that I've watched fifty movies this year. Um,
2: so, speaking of watching movies, <laughs> hey, Jeff, <laughs> what are we going to watch next time?
1: Yeah, so uh, I assume the reason we chose the theme that we did is because everyone... It's like a marker of human existence that like you have a conversation with someone, they asked you if you've seen this movie, you said no, and then they yelled at you. Yeah, right? like, wow. like, what? No. <laughs>
2: wow, have you not seen this? So
1: I've taken... I narrowed it down to two movies in which I've been yelled at the most. One is The Godfather, and the other is Shawshank Redemption. And it was really hard, but I think... I've been yelled at more for Shawshank Redemption, so that's the one I'm going to go with.
0: Okay. Excellent. Yeah, all right. I'd much movie. rather
1: watch Shawshank <laughs> than Godfather. Yeah, I just have not seen it, and I get yelled at all the time for it. You so. get yelled
0: that's at
3: more for not seeing Shawshank than Godfather? I, I think so. I think so. I, again, I don't have okay. data or anything. I should just pick Godfather next time. <laughs> go, please it's do. I would love to watch both of to watch 49% on go- Rotten Tomatoes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So, so uh, just, uh, yeah, so... We'll see. We'll see about that. But uh, just uh, yeah, just to uh, after this, the next round is going to be films that are that are below fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Uh, critic score. Hopefully unjustly so. Um, that we are going to be talking about will be the next. Will be the next
1: round. The Kendall Cast Movie Roundtable, and, Hot Takes Edition.
3: And we'll see what we think about <laughs> Shawshank Redemption next time on the Kendall Cast Movie Roundtable. This podcast is a production of the Kendallcast Podcast Network. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com/kendallcast or make a direct donation through the PayPal link at kendallcast.ninja. Thanks for listening.